this scene. And yeah. what's so interesting is that like, this is like obviously the first moment and basically the most overt moment of like really bloody violence that takes place in the film. Yeah. And you know, but the way that the camera like, you know, lingers on the, the bloody ax going into the air and then going down into the skull and then lingering on the body, you know, sort of like the bodies and the carnage and the stuff steps and yeah the, the 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 people screaming at you know these corpses just lying out front the church while like this distorted christmas music sort of like takes over the images and it's mm-hmm. revealed that it's playing on his eight track player as you know it cuts to him driving around in the in the car like kind of like going maniac mode and being yeah. ecstatic and about it, you know what he's just done and stuff like that it's it's kind of just sad and creepy oh yeah yeah and he starts like he's as he uh does a lot of these things like driving he's doing he'll hum like certain christmas carols and just it's never normal it's it's never just a a normal hum that the hum you know it gets louder in volume he almost feels like he's about to break into yelling but but continues (laughs) the humming like he's it's a very unhinged vocal performance uh and uh, yeah exactly (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) feels like uh, throat singing or something like that uh and uh and and back to the the church real briefly it like the way that he he slowly goes across the bodies it's it's very similar to like how he was slowly filming the sec the sensual sex scene like before mm-hmm. but now he's he's filming kind of the, the the violence that that resulted in it and and yeah he he just lingers for a good like 15 seconds on those three people that are just dead in front of the church yeah, Wild. it's worth noting, because I haven't brought it up yet, but this was shot by a cinematographer named Ricardo um, Aronovich. Uh, and I looked up the rest of his filmography, and dude, his filmography is working with like Costa Graves, Louis Mal, Raul Ruiz, like just various French, Greek, Polish, Italian art filmmakers. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, like, and so, and I, and when I was listening to the commentary track with John Waters and, and Lewis Jackson, the director, like a lot of the points of reference he was making for stuff he was stealing from, you know, was stuff like The Servant or um, Petra von Kant, or, you know, <laughs> he was pulling from like Fassbinder, like the German art filmmaker. And I was sitting here awesome. going, oh my God. So like he, he really thought through, again, how this trashy premise, but how he was going to take it psychologically seriously and how you know the effects of it weren't going to be um you know sort of like a fun slasher he was like i really wanted this these murders to feel terrible yeah Um, you really feel for harry like throughout this it's 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 a little different like once we were like we were comparing it once again to silent night deadly night and although you understand like the trauma and all that it doesn't really let you feel a lot of that main character and why he's so enraged whereas with with this you you really feel sad for harry and and you you know you're with him the entire time through his entire transformation mm-hmm. and uh and i, I like i was just I, I was oddly moved and i didn't think that christmas evil was going to do that <laughs> no no well because I, I mean shit like eventually the back half of this movie after he's like sort of like done this murder it it becomes obviously he gets increasingly unhinged but he's still trying to in his own way, save Christmas. He's like the anti Grinch. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, he's going around town trying to make sure Christmas goes off really, really well for people. And he arrives at, you know, like a Christmas party where he's like dancing with the kids and, 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 and the parents, um, which is kind of a, a scary image because it's happened just after the image of him killing people like seconds earlier. Right, right. But he has this like speech that I think you were referring to earlier where he's, he's talking to the kids and he's saying, you know, I got to go. But he, he gives this big speech about, you know, be good to and listen to your parents and, and, and learn from your teachers. And, and, and if you're good and you're, you're, you're open and you're nice, I will bring you presents every single year. Um, but then he says, but if you're bad boys and girls, your name goes in the bad boys and girls book and I will bring you something horrible. <laughs> and it just sucks the air out of the room. Everyone goes... Okay. What? <laughs> and and the uh, then he just starts decision. doing the maniacal laughter, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, okay." He was just joking. And um, I, my favorite part about that is the kids are still kind of like they're a little uncomfortable, but when he starts laughing, they actually start to get a little bit brighter. Whereas the parents just more and more are like, "This is wrong. Something is going on with this guy." Uh, and once again, I just love that that dynamic between the kids, Santa, and the parents. It's it's endlessly entertaining to me. <laughs> yeah, and then and then it just becomes a series of once again him trying to save Christmas, but then things, you know, him taking it too far in certain ways, and some people not being receptive to him in other ways. Like when he tries to get down Frank's chimney. And then he finds out that he's like too large. And Frank is his coworker who um, asked him to cover his shift at the at the toy factory so that he could go drinking with his friends, but lied and said that he was going to spend time with his family. Right. But he 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 essentially you know like like breaks in to leave presents for Frank's children. Um, and then when he goes into Frank's bedroom, Frank like wakes up and he basically kills Frank. I think he slashes his neck open with like a Christmas tree star. Yeah. And, but the sequencing is that he, his neck slashes open and he lands on his wife who wakes up in like this shocked despair. And then as he starts, uh, to, you know, leave, the kids are like, sort of like doing what we saw him doing at the beginning of the movie. They're just excited that they saw the real Santa right. in action. You know, that, that, that they're, they're, they're sort of spying on him and they're smiling and laughing and they're having such a great time watching him leave af- after the image of him slicing their dad's neck open on top of their mother. Yeah. And then as he's running out of the house, all you can hear is the, the screaming mother echoing through the house.